Hey everybody, I'm Alex, and it's time for Late Night Study Sessions! Well, happy Tuesday, everybody. We made it through the second day of the week. And, uh, incidentally, I got a new dog today. Um, unfortunately, one of my dogs, Wally, uh, died last week. He was just a puppy, but he had a, like a, a heart issue. And so he had, it was either a heart or like a, a brain issue, something. And he had what we think was a stroke on Thursday. And, uh, so he died. Which was sad, but, you know, we're kind of over it at this point. And so today, and so we've been looking into getting a new dog. And today we adopted a, uh, like, Chihuahua Dachshund mix. I believe they call it a Chihuini. Um, she looks a little bigger than that, though. Um, I think so. There's probably, they, say that there may be a little bit more because she is a rescue dog there may be a little bit more but predominantly chihuahua dachshund mix and her name is a huge like topic of debate in our house uh when we got her her name was daisy but there's like a million dogs out there named daisy it's like a super popular dog name so my mom suggested Maisie. Which I liked because, you know, it's kind of unique and, you know, it's a dog. So it's not a superhuman name or anything like that. Uh, but then all the rest of the sib- of my siblings, my uh, two brothers and my sister, they all say that they like Macy. Which I suppose may sound a little bit more normal. But it's a huge uh, thing of debate in our house right now. What what's the dog's name? But she's super cute. She's, you know, she's about, I don't know. Her head is probably about ten to ten inches to a foot high, and uh, it's and she's about a foot and a half long. No, not that long. She's a, she's about fourteen inches, and so and yeah, she's awesome. So that was exciting for today. <laughs> One cool thing about our dogs is all of our dogs are are rescue dogs. Um, we never get like purebred or anything like that. It's just a little too expensive for us. And so we're, we're always getting like rescue dogs. And so it's really interesting because they've always got really cool stories behind them. Um, the dog we got today, uh, Macy, she was found wandering the streets of Mexico Um, and she was pregnant and she had puppies uh, after she was rescued but we were joking today like what a great story that would make about the first year of her life before she was found wandering the streets of Mexico as a one-year-old dog and uh we we adopted another dog named Cora who um when they found her she had been used uh as like a breeder dog so to speak uh 
but like she was just she was just used basically to make more puppies so she, she had had a really rough life and she's really old at, um she was really old when we adopted her and we still have her um but it's that's super sad and and then even Wally we got him because he was rescued uh his previous owner was put in jail and we don't know why and we don't know um how long he was or will be there but his name was Thor and his previous owner got put in jail so that's something that's I don't know if it's good or just kind of creepy, but there's always really interesting stories behind the dogs that we get uh, through this this rescue program. And so I just thought that was kind of cool. Well, guys, I am back to doing religion homework tonight. And for those of you who have been listening to my podcast for a while, probably know what that means. Philosophy! So, uh, tonight we are discussing evidence or not for the afterlife. Is there anything beyond this? And I think it's really important to uh, consider that because quite literally, uh, either everything matters uh, because there is an afterlife and we will be repaid for our actions or nothing matters at all because when we die that's it and so that should at least shape our whole way we live our lives so let's let's look at some of the uh, arguments for and against the afterlife So just a little precursor, I'm uh, taking a lot of this stuff from Catholic Apologetics, a book by Father John Lau, Lox, Low, L-A-U-X, that's how his last name is spelled. And, uh, you know, I'm in no way affiliated with the book or anything, but I just wanted to give credit where credit is due. That's where I'm getting a lot of this stuff. So if, if you want, you, you can go check that book out. It's pretty interesting. And the first... Uh, argument so to speak for the afterlife is that we all have an instinct for it you know it's never something that people it's never been something that like one guy just thought of and like wrote a book about it like what if we lived after we died or like what would happen what's going to happen after we die everybody every culture every like every person has some idea that like something will happen after they die. They're not entirely sure what always. Um, but everybody, even agnostics, often have some idea that like, hey, you know, something very well could happen to me when I die. It's just a question of what that is. And if you think about it, life after death is a really weird thing to just come up with. You know, We should think, you could argue, that, uh, that you, once you die, that it's, that that's it. Like, that almost makes more sense in a vacuum. Like, if we're the only things here, 
We shouldn't have an afterlife. <clears throat> but we we all have an instinct already in us that has the idea that something's going to happen to us when we die. And so it really only makes sense that something out there is there and that that instinct is put in us by God uh, to help us prepare for it. And I, I put on some philosophical arguments for God in an earlier episode. It was also from this book. And if you'd like, you can go uh, check that out. But that's the first argument. It wouldn't make sense, in, in a nutshell, it wouldn't make sense for there not to be an afterlife if you consider that everybody has like an instinct for it and a longing for it. So the second argument for the afterlife is that the soul could only perish if God destroyed it. So, I mean, consider this. So our soul is actually separate from our bodies. Like it, it's working within us, but it's, it's something that's like not reliant on the body because it's a spiritual thing. And so our, uh, our soul doesn't die just because our body does because our soul isn't reliant on bodily functions. It just can no longer use it just can no longer operate inside our body because our body doesn't work anymore. And so it really only makes sense that once our body dies, our soul would go somewhere else and do something else because, uh, because otherwise we're basically saying that God created us only to destroy us afterwards. And that doesn't really make sense when you consider throughout salvation history all that he's done for us and the fact that we've got rational thought that's something that puts us above all other animals that we have encountered and so it's a little weird and faulty to think that God would destroy that as soon as something as simple as the body died Alright, the third and final uh, argument that I'm going to talk about tonight for the afterlife is the belief of our own conscience. So, everybody believes, generally, that if you do right, you should be rewarded at some point for what you do. And that if you do bad, that you should be punished. Um, you know, even if you look at people who, like, say, like, it's the bad people who, it's the bad people who have the most fun. Well, even then, they're trying to disprove the natural argument that everybody makes that you're going to pay for your evil actions. And the frank truth is that many people in this life aren't punished for their evil actions and many people aren't rewarded for their good actions so why would we have this natural inclination or we could say assumption of this reality you would think that after a couple of generations of human existence we would kind of just be like yeah i guess it just makes sense that's not really 
Like justice isn't really a thing. Why would we think about it and pursue it? But despite many cases towards the contrary, we still believe this. Why is it? Well, because it p- justice is eventually paid. It's just not in this life. We know that sooner or later we're going to be paid for our actions. We're going to be rewarded or punished for what we do. And what this means is that there has to be an afterlife where every th- where the the field is leveled out, so to speak. Like the playing field is put on a on a level surface and you're just judged based on what you did with what you had and it doesn't make sense that we would believe that this would eventually happen unless it would and everybody believes this to a certain extent you know there are sayings like someday you're gonna get yours or um what goes around comes around everybody believes at some point in their lives like in them in their very instincts that justice will be served we just don't always see it happen right away and the afterlife makes a whole lot of sense when put in that context all right guys well that is going to conclude our late night study session for tonight um thanks for all of you for hanging around listening um i will talk to you tomorrow Uh, good luck and god bless